Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, what up, bitches? I'm pregnant. <laughs> 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 Mic drop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're popping this at the front of an episode because we record in advance, as you guys know, and the news has been out for a couple weeks now and we have not acknowledged it on the podcast. The news broke. <laughs> so, well, um, the truth but, of the matter is, yeah. I feel like. Let's get to the we, let's get to the brass tacks of it all. Well, I wasn't gonna call him out. I wasn't gonna do that either. I was gonna say oh, that we've been I, talking about I this. Lost an episode, all right, s- since okay. November. <laughs> Adam lost, lost his it. SD drive or whatever they're called, and then we have a lot. We have another lost episode. We have the macrame YouTube video, <laughs> and now we have the micro God. SD. It's in the <laughs> abyss. The anxiety from you just mentioning the macrame video. <laughs> Well, Nicole deleted the last files from that, so it, we, it literally could never, ever, 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 ever happen. No, yeah. that's not true, because I downloaded them all onto my computer. Adam, delete <laughs> them. So what are you waiting for? Are you playing with fire? I deleted mine like six months ago. Yeah, okay. Um, truth be told, I was literally two seconds away from checking every bit of cat poop, because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. one of the cats... <laughs> ate the SD card. It was a micro SD card. So it's like what the size of a nail, a pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah, They're so small. Yeah. And one of the cats here just loves to eat anything and everything, uh, (laughs) including weed gummies and um, flour, (laughs) like all of the things. Anyway, I was certain that one of the cats ate it. So I was very close to going through the litter box. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And we said, okay. "Hey, please, it's not that. It's not that deep. We don't need <laughs> it." I, w- I went through the garbage can, every piece of garbage in the garbage can, and separated it out because I was like, "What if oh, I accidentally dear. threw it away? It was juicy and gross." <laughs> it's so small, you're never gonna find. It's like needle in a haystack. And at then that one point. of the cats Truly. puked, and I was like, "Oh, this is a good sign because you know sometimes <laughs> animals when they can't digest something, they puke it up." Yeah. But at that point, it would have been lost anyway because the stomach you never, acid. You never know. But anyway, um, sorry, TMI. <laughs> but when cats puke, there's like fur clumps. Yeah, And I was like squeezing through the full fur clumps oh. to like feel if there was like a hard plastic oh, you thing really, in there. You really did it, didn't you? I did. Oh, and, you know, we, we you didn't really find it. Did so. it. We you had really a nice a nice long catch up on Becca's pregnancy. But that's the story. Sorry, that took too too long. But Becca's pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant. And we're ecstatic. We're like, ecstatic. literally. Today, I'm 24 weeks. So that is exciting. Oh. Um, I feel like 24 weeks is like a big week. It's viable. You know, we got yeah. viability week. Uh, I, I was really wanting to wait, like, maybe even until May to share the news. But then I'm really showing. And, and it's 
my life is online. It's hard. So <laughs> people have done it, but I am not them. You went from like not really showing to, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. You popped. It, pretty quickly. Yeah, I did pop. I did. Mm-hmm. Which is a funny thing because, yeah, for a while, I just I just looked bloated. And I have looked bloated like that after almost every meal I've ever eaten. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't... <laughs> yeah. It just looked like I constantly had a full meal in my belly. Um, yeah, because when we were in San Diego, when we took those few pictures mm-hmm. at the end, because when we were together, we were like, well, we have a professional photographer, might as well take some professional pictures so we can post it on our page, which is what you saw a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I just remember you putting your hands in your belly. I'm like, oh, sweetie, you got you to gotta push it out. Do a little <laughs> bit better than that. You look like you just ate a little burger. Yeah. <laughs> push it a little bit. Just a little uh, bit more. Yeah. Well, and now I don't even have to do that. Like, I just got back from Jamaica and as I was walking around, like, I was like, do you think people know I'm pregnant? And they're like, yes, you definitely look pregnant. Like, the belly does not match the rest. So I think people no. are going to assume that you're pregnant. I'm like, okay, cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, but oh, that's wow. that's the announcement. We just want to acknowledge it. So there's not like a, um, I don't know, elephant in the room or I don't know. Yeah, a baby, because a baby in the room that we haven't looked at. <laughs> Later in this episode, since I just edited it, we talk about how Becca's making a baby. And like, that's the only thing we said about it. <laughs> but when we really talked a lot about it. So, we did, you know. yeah. And um, pa- patrons, you will have some extra baby content because we've been recording catch-ups, like asking Becca about the baby bef- before mm-hmm. we actually recorded for the actual podcast, but we've been recording it all. Yeah. I'm excited to go through that. It's going to yes. be a full baby episode. So if you if you want to hear that, go head over to Patreon. Yeah. And I think we must have started like around maybe eight weeks or something. We started really early. Yeah, we did. And we recorded those up until I got my anatomy scan, finding out the sex of the baby. So mm-hmm. that was a lot of stuff, a lot of vulnerable moments a lot of adam and nicole being very good friends and being so supportive (laughs) because uh the beginning of my pregnancy was really hard it sucked like pregnancy was not this beautiful thing that everyone says it is in that moment um yeah i'm doing better now though h h g what was it hgtv yeah HGTV, I got put on the show. Um, hyper hyperemesis gravidarum, gravidarum, something like that. Oh. Um, it was brought up at an appointment, so it was hard. I had morning sickness mm-hmm. beyond the normal scope, and um, you know, got through it though. I still have my days, but I really clung to my nausea medication, and it got me through. So, <laughs> what a trooper doing the work. <laughs> I just remember like. Our first scans that we had, I was so sick. And I'm like, how is that baby still alive? Like, how is that thing growing? Because I am withering away. I looked gaunt. Like, I looked bad. Oh, no, Uh, you didn't. I never looked at you and said, she looks bad. Like, there's never been a moment. Tired, maybe, but not bad. Definitely tired. Um, Yeah. You did look a little bit like when Bella was pregnant with Renesmee. (laughs) <laughs> I was in my Bella pregnancy era. It was honestly very remnant of that. Like little peaked. I, I was not doing good. Uh, my under eyes were like 
sagged in. Like I just, I did look a little skeletal um, no. just because it, it was just, it was taking everything out of me and I wasn't able to give myself a <laughs> <Literally>. lot back. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But, you know, aside from all of that, I have a beautiful, healthy baby girl growing inside of my stomach. And yay! I could not be happier. I really am so happy. And um, I did a Q&A on my vlog channel. I answered a lot of fun questions like, you know, my parenting philosophy, which I, I don't know. I feel silly even answering that because that's going to change and evolve. But, you know, <laughs> what it was like finding out, Daniel's reaction... Uh, just things like that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people were asking if I'm going to show the baby. So I addressed all of that kind of stuff and yeah. more. And you made a so. cute dress. You made a cute little baby dress. And I made a cute baby dress along the way, which was so fun. Yes. So. Yay. So yeah, go so check that out. It's on Be- Becca or De La Creations or Becca De La Creations? Becca De La Creations on YouTube. Yes. Yep. Yes. But that's the news. So hope that you guys are excited. Well, I know you guys are excited. And thank you for being excited. And let's freaking do this episode. All right. Let's get into it. Also, friends, the beginning of this episode is a little bit off because Nicole's microphone was not the source for the audio. Her MacBook was. <laughs> So bear with for a, just a little bit. Uh, we recognize it somewhere in the episode and correct it's like, it. It's like 10 minutes in. I okay. want to say less than 10 minutes in. So just, you know, grin and bear it. Bear down. We'll get back to <laughs> your down. regularly scheduled program. Bear down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. Sorry, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Becca, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hello. Hello. You just sounded like um, (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. Oh, that was on the other day. I can never not watch it if it's on TV. It's just like one of the greatest. Hmm. What a beautiful man. R.I.P. Truly. You know, I was watching. Wait, I'm forgetting his name. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I was actually watching a Robin Williams movie. And as I was, I was watching it, I was like scrolling. And I, on Twitter, I think. And I saw like the announcement that Robin Williams had died. As I was watching a Robin Williams movie, it was so weird. Uh. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, it was RV. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you a Twitter scroller, like, often? Not anymore, no. Oh. But Twitter, like, was my big social media. Really? Like, in high school, in a little bit in college, like, I really liked it, yeah. See, this is why, I. this is where I feel like I'm too old for this kind of stuff, because I have never really gotten Twitter, like understood it, but it does feel I, the other day I was like, Twitter feels to me like reading the comments of TikToks and that's what you love to do. You love that. Yes. And I forget to do that. But when I do that, I'm like, this is hilarious. Like people are funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so then I'm like, oh, this must be what Twitter's like and kind of Reddit too, because I've never really gotten on the Reddit train either. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, Reddit to me, I was on the Reddit train for a little bit. Reddit is more like resourcefulness. Like, mm-hmm. res- I don't know if I'm like looking into a product, I'll like type in the product and then Reddit. And then you have all these people who are like reviewing things, just normal people. That's how I use Reddit. But no, Twitter was like huge when I was in high school. So yes, the TikTok comments do feel very similar to Twitter. And I'm just still so shocked that you guys don't open the comments. And you know what? I I feel like a lot of you have been. Okay. I feel like for me, it's become this thing where like the video is only two minutes long, if that. And I can't wait until the end to find out what happens. So I read the comments and spoil it for myself. So my already small attention span has only gotten smaller. It's just really, I think it's actually kind of unhealthy. But I noticed myself doing that lately. Attention spans are scary how like how we've been trained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I should know that the comments matter because like I made a random comment on a TikTok like six months ago and it still gets likes and tractions because it was this tiktok of this like guy getting his chest waxed this this waxing account because for some reason i found myself on like waxing tiktok like a year ago this guy was Hmm. getting his like chest waxed and then she like the whole video was showing the whole thing except it ended and she like the one last piece was just there like in the middle of the chest one last like chunk of hair and then the video ended and i just wrote a comment am i mad that i watched this entire thing and you left that last bit yes and that comment still gets like likes to this day. So I'm like, well, I guess that should have She's been edging. my telltale. <laughs> she, she really did. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, the comments are like huge. Sometimes the comments have more likes than the video. Like it's just insane. Yeah. Anytime a video on TikTok kind of pops off, I just have learned to disconnect from it because it's not even for me anymore. Like the comments are just people are just talking it's like commentary you know what i mean it's like not even me <sighs> oh shit it's got sorry it's got 10.6 thousand likes your your comment yes <laughs> wow that's that's t- over ten thousand people I'm that a, were in that I'm comment a, section i'm gonna send yeah they went there to be like i wanted to say this exact same thing i'll send you the tiktok you don't have to watch it right now <laughs> anyway Mm. I need to start I need to start reading comments. I did read a comment recently because there was a video of a magician on a cruise ship who was performing with somebody from the audience. It was a woman and they it looked like they each had like a like a card, like um a playing oh, card. Shit. What? My fucking mic wasn't plugged in. Jesus Christ, Nicole. I'm fucking Get your everything shit up. together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you may notice a difference in the sound because Nicole plugged her mic in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I looked at my my sound bar, you know, and I'm like, why is it so low? And so I turned it up a little bit. You also did a test. Like you did a test. I did a test, but it sounded low. (laughs) And I was like, why does it sound low? Let me turn it up instead of let Uh me plug it in. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, okay, well, have fun okay. editing. Have fun editing that. Yeah, fuck my life. It should be fine. But this magician had like a, a woman on stage, and they each had like a playing card in their hands, and it was like you know a show, like it's a cruise ship show. It's cheesy, and there was they were sitting on the edge of the stage, like holding arms, and then he slowly is like turning into like 
basically kiss, but they're just touching the cards because they were in each other's mouths. And then I think the 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 trick was that the cards were going to switch, and then so she oh. would have his card in her mouth, kind of thing. With but like, you know, magician stuff. Well, mm. in the middle of this, a man runs up and attacks him on stage, just <gasps> like pushes him and knocks him down. Apparently what? it was it was the man uh, th- I'm guessing it was the partner of the female that was being a participant on the stage. So I did go to the comment section of that TikTok and it did not pass the vibe check because there was a lot of men in there like if you aren't doing this if that was your woman <gasps> then you don't respect your wife or you don't respect your oh. girlfriend and I was like ew. Oh no. That is gross. It was, that yeah. male TikTok is sounds scary. It was, God. I was like, I do not want to look at the comments anymore. <laughs> no. You're not I was protecting just getting your angry. girl. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, but, yeah, but let's have that energy for like actual threats, not a a magic show. Like, yeah. how about we right. take women seriously when they tell you that someone's watching them? Like, come on. Or like she was up there doing it, like have the conversation afterwards with your partner. Like, why are you gonna attack this guy this random person like that's so disgusting yeah so watch now that we talked about it you guys will probably see it on your tiktok but probably because they're watching i hope to never enter the ring of male tiktok i already i see like male uh podcast tiktoks often but then it's always stitched by a woman and i'm like oh i almost had to scroll for a minute (laughs) yeah sometimes i'll get those too and i'm like why is this on my for you page and then it'll be a stitch and i'm like yes still on the right side i've i have i will say not to totally bag on men i have heard a few podcasts made by men that were not bad at all it's it's just the andrew tate vibe um for a lot of male podcasts icky I mean, who's the guy, This American Life? Ira Glass. I love that man. Oh, my God. He's a beautiful Ira, man. Oh. oh, I don't know who that is. Mm. Well, oh, you should. This American Life is a great podcast, Nicole. It's like a storytelling podcast. They had, one, they had one season of a TV show, which I own on DVD. They tried to turn that podcast into a TV show. And it was kind of, I don't know, it must have worked. But they just did one season. Mm. Mm. It's a very good podcast. It's one of my favorites. Is it like wholesome? Yeah. It's like storytelling. Yeah. Wholesome, emotional, like documentary kind of thing. Yeah. Nicole, you would like it as a documentary person. I wouldn't say they're always wholesome. Like sometimes they're sad. Mm. Uh, But generally, I mean, you can like, there's like a few episodes. There's like episodes where they like, basically they have a topic and then they interview people surrounding that topic, like people with stories to tell. Like if it was about like school lunch, they'll have an interview story from like a lunch lady or, you know, and then they'll have mm-hmm. a kid. They'll like bring a, somebody to a lunchroom and they'll be like interviewing kids. It's just yeah. cute. Oh, that's cool. There's a, a similar podcast called Radio Lab, And one of the most like haunting episodes of that dealt with face blindness. And I'm pretty sure the episode was titled Love. And then they show they tell like three different stories about that topic. But mm. I feel like I've told you guys this before, so I'm sorry. But maybe not. The it sounds very familiar. But I now you need to finish because I don't remember. But they they interviewed this couple who was no longer a couple, but they interviewed them separately. 
So like they were mm. in like a whatever. And the man had face blindness and they talked about how their relationship started and they were in school together and she thought he was flirting with her. And then he told his story of like how he had to act like he knew everyone every time he saw them because he didn't know if he actually knew them or not because he had face blindness which is, oh. a, you know, a real condition. So basically anybody with brown hair at a similar length, he would think would be people he knew. So she thought he was flirting, mm. but he wasn't. But then they ended up being together and they talked about how, like, if they met in public, she had to describe a specific thing she was wearing so he would know that it was her kind of thing. Wow. And, and then their relationship eventually ended. And it wasn't like this big, like, oh, this is why it ended. But then she talked about how she would go and sit outside his work because he was like a waiter at this place that had a patio. And it would let her be able to see him and like feel comforted mm. by seeing him. But he would never know she was there. And then it cut back to him because he must have listened to that part. And he was crying and then I was crying. Oh, and it was just very like, oh. ooh. Sad. Yeah. It's a really, I've never heard of face blindness. Yeah, it's a real thing. There's tests out there you can take just to see if you do have face blindness. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's really... Hmm. I'm going to look into that episode. Maybe we should talk about the podcast we're listening to because we admittedly just did a catch-up yesterday, so we are kind of thinking, like, let's do a themed catch-up today. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> um. Like, Nicole, are you listening to any good podcasts right now? Yeah, I really like Annie Elise. She does, like, true crime documentaries. I don't... I think I might have talked about her before. She's, like, my number one. So, like, I'll go to her first. Sometimes I'll watch the YouTube version, but sometimes I'll listen to... Because she does... She, like, records it as well for YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um I still enjoy Bailey Sarian's Dark History. She, like, touches base on, um, like, bad hit, bad times in history that, like, and what they meant and, like, all this crazy stuff. I kind of fell off from listening to her, though, just because, I don't know, I just got kind of sick of it. And then I found Annie Elise, so I was like, okay, let me listen to this. Um mm. But yeah, that's really it. I don't spend a ton of time listening to podcasts. I feel like if I'm doing work in the house, I'll have like the TV on instead of a podcast on. But I will listen to podcasts in my car, like if I have like a long drive or whatever. So that's usually when I put them on. Yeah. Yeah, but that's really it. That's it for your podcast. Yeah. I... I don't listen to them a ton either, um, but sometimes I kind of just save them up and then like power through when I have a drive or something, which I don't drive very often. Mm. But a couple of my favorites that I usually always go to, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. I oh, really yeah. love Armchair Expert. Yeah. And I love mm. how he is able to interview people akin to like Call Her Daddy podcast. Okay, Call but Her like, Daddy. That's another one that I recently got into. Because she yeah. did, she interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. But yeah, like I feel like Call Her Daddy is a little more like punch like questions, whereas Dax Shepard is more like, you know, let's just sit down, make you feel really comfortable, and then just like kind of get pretty vulnerable, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. From celebrities seeing that different side. American Scandal is another one that I've been listening to because I listened to a, um, an episode on how Los Angeles stole water from like Northern California. And you told us about that. Day. That was insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. 
Um, and then there's another one called Infamous, which is just doing a uh, series about the Nexium cult. And I was, <gasps> I'm kind of, I'm a little upset, obsessed with the Nexium thing. Like, yeah. not obsessed. Like, I watched the documentary The Vow on HBO. Yeah. And just like, I need to know more information. So that one is pretty good. Mm. Is that like the Elizabeth thing? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Holmes. Fain? No. Who's, what's the Nexium thing again? Oh, it's a- that was the Keith Raniere like cult where the women were like, had their own little fraternity inside the cult and then they were branded with his initials and it was like a sex sorority where he was like oh there were some famous people that were involved with it yeah i think what you're thinking of becca is when we were together and we started watching that documentary that elizabethtown thing right oh no no i was thinking of that woman who like the elizabeth holmes pretended to like the blood yeah yes yeah she like invented that thing that's sorry that's what i thought that it that you were referring to yeah, no, that's that's a okay. different. That one I was obsessed with. That one, that was a really good. Okay, but can we talk about Liz's Hones for just like a second? Sure. So she's supposed sure. to be in jail for like fifteen years, but she yeah. got pregnant again with like her second or third child. Yeah. Totally in on jail? purpose. No, but like during the trial, so then like de- delaying oh. everything. But part of me is like, would you? I don't know. See again. Don't come for me because I'm I'm literally just thinking out loud here. But I don't know if I would want to have a kid and then not see them for 15 years. No, and that's that. I'm they sorry. They wouldn't even know who you are. Like their formative years, you're mm. just not there. So I she don't know did how that's that shit. Go. She did that shit so that she could sympathize with the jury, or so that the jury would sympathize with her. I think she got pregnant on fucking purpose because like you said, who, what mother is going to do that? Like what mother's going to plan to have a kid knowing that you're going to go on this trial and then, and then essentially spend time in jail. Like, I feel like she did it so she could be like, Oh, I'm with child. Like, let me Mm -hmm. off. I don't really have any sympathy for her at all. Even though she expressed remorse. I think we can we can tell. For the whole fucking thing. Yeah. She's just she's just not a good person. Yeah. I think given the opportunity, also, she would do all that shit again. Mm. Even knowing what she knows now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it was called Theranos, right? Theranos. Theranos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I kept wanting to call it Thanos. I'm like, but that's not that's a Marvel character. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's a woman I actually found on YouTube who shared her, like, traumatic experience being pregnant in prison. And, like, she gave birth while she was incarcerated. And that's how I found her was that story, like, years ago. Because I'm, like, fascinated by the prison system. Yeah. Not in a way where I think it's great. It's just I think it's horrible. (laughs) And um, I am, too. In that sort of a way. Yeah. So, anyway... She was sharing her story and like, you are not going to run when you're in labor. And they still had her like shackled to the bed. It's like, oh, my God, she's not going to go anywhere. I, I don't know. It's it, the, it's all very dehumanizing. Her experience was horrible. And like, she barely had any time to recover. And they put her back into like gen pop. It was just crazy. Mm. That's insane. By I mean, yeah. playing playing devil's advocate with Elizabeth Holmes for a second. Like, I I 
it's hard for me to put myself in a position where I'm like, my family line has to continue because I've never really been like that. Like my family personally Mm -hmm. has never had this strong, like we have to continue the family name. I mean, and I'm gay, so I'm not like, you know, out there having kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But maybe, maybe just maybe she was like, oh, I need to like have kids. Cause then by the time she's out of prison, you know, yeah, TikTok, she'll be the, she's you know not she'll able be. to have kids probably. Yeah, okay. And so that maybe that's true. why she's just like pounding them out right now. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but also like I just feels weird to me to have a child that you literally will have no hand in raising, nor will they know you. I don't, I don't know, but I guess I you really know, to think I really think she thought she was going to get off. I really think that her fucking crocodile ass tears like to the jury, like they were going to sympathize with her. So I mm. like, I don't know. She's, she's got like, but I guess she does have the husband. So maybe he wanted to kid. like, okay. So yeah, whatever. that could have been I it too. <laughs> that could have been it too. No, but that was like a huge topic because a lot of the jury, th- the jury was interviewed and some people from the jury were like, yeah, I, I didn't even acknowledge the fact that she was pregnant because I think that that was a ploy. You know, if anything, her getting pregnant, knowing she was going to be going on trial, hurt her case more because people yeah. were thinking that she did it on purpose. Which, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to woman bash, mother bash, nothing like that. She's just not a good person. And I just, I wouldn't put it past her to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Is she in jail yet, though? I don't think so. No, I think, I think it's like April had... or something. Yeah. That's so really? scary. I can't imagine like knowing I'm going to have to spend all this time in jail and not be in jail yet. Like, what are you doing with your life right now? You know? Right. And there's probably restrictions on travel. So it's like, what can you do? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. One of bringing it back to TikTok, one of my favorite types of TikToks. <laughs> I saw this video of this woman. She's like, "Get ready with me to go to jail." Just <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Wait, I think I might have seen that one. She well, okay. See, I followed her because I was like so curious. She's in Tucson, and she's a stripper. And, but that's not why she went to jail. It was for something else. But it was just overnight. Uh, she like turned herself in. I think she got oh. a DUI. Oh, it and, wasn't the um, same she thing just, then. <laughs> okay, she had to stay the night. And yeah, she was like, get unready with me or like get ready for me to go to jail. And like she was like talking about like whether or not she's going to take out her hair extensions, like all these things. Like it was just like <laughs> funny. Um, and she was making, not that she was, um, like I'm not making fun of her. She was also like, I know that this is funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's multiple people on TikTok getting ready to go to jail, apparently. Because this other girl yes. is like something something for drugs, drug related. And she was hilarious. But sorry. Go ahead, Adam. Well, I was going to say Brandy TV, who you turned us on to, Becca. Oh, um, she was in prison. Oh, my gosh. She did like a couple, like a series on YouTube about mm-hmm. prison because she was in there for, a, it seems like a long time, like a pretty serious thing. I don't yeah. know what. I think but she it was even a did like years. a makeup tutorial on like how she did makeup in prison, like using like an M M&M and M to do eyeshadow and all of this stuff. It was, <gasps> you gotta watch it, Becca. <laughs> it was watch pretty it. funny. Watch it on the plane. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, you guys told me about this a while ago, and I completely forgot. 
Yeah, and she oh, also did, did like. I still haven't seen it. She did like food, like how to make food in prison, and then like like it was just this mm-hmm. whole series. Wow, the power of the internet, honestly, because you can enter jail and prison like so much more equipped because you have these people who are like sharing their stories. Yeah, and true. like this is valuable information. Like if I was going in, I'd be looking this stuff up. Like how can I like wear makeup or how can I like what to I, expect when you're right. locked up? What's a what to expect when you get your period in jail? Oh man. A hundred percent. Like, this is relatable content. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah. I am absolutely here for it. There's, like, it's, like, a a category of content. Like, there's plant content, there's beauty content, and then there's, like, prison content. Mm -hmm. Like, it is fascinating. (laughs) Like, my my prison documentaries do not compare. Do not. (laughs) It's also terrifying, though. Like, I... Oh, yeah. I have claustrophobia, so the thought of spending 23 hours in a cell... I can't even mm-hmm. think of, I can't even wrap my head around that. Really? It would be bad. I think I would just sleep the whole time, honestly. Unless I'm forced to stay awake, I think I would honestly just sleep. See, like, you know what would be the toughest thing for me is pooping. Because you guys know, even in a house oh, you, yeah, you oh. where there's like a door and I'm there with random, like not random people, because obviously you guys are good friends. But I say still like my body's like, nope, we're not doing this. Yeah, you wouldn't. Place. You'd be very constipated. Oh, you might go septic. Gosh, <laughs> shit. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? Like, I have a, I have a slight case of claustrophobia because, like, I could get on a plane, but if I think about it too much, I can't like think about it, or I'll spiral. Um, mm-hmm. Found it out when I was in a haunted house with Tia a few years ago. Didn't like that. Never go back. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what if people have severe cases of claustrophobia and they have to go to jail? Like, you're fucking shit out of luck, right? Deal with it. Or do we think that they're giving them anxiety medication? Oh, definitely not. No. There's no. No. Oh, my God. That's awful. Just thinking about it. (sighs) Yeah. Ooh, on that note, um well, wait, Becca, <laughs> Becca, what are your uh what are your podcasts you're listening to? <laughs> oh yeah. Um well I found this podcast recently. It's called Ologies and it basically just goes it's like a a podcast where the host, I think her name is Allie, she goes over like it's like cause ologies is like the studies of things. So uh mythology or scientology i I don't know (laughs) scientology yeah it's just stuff like that so each episode has a different focus and so i listened to and i just recently found this podcast but i listened to the dreams uh episodes and i just really really like the way that she structures the podcast because it's an interview with an expert in that field and you know, sometimes that content can feel like super elevated and like hard to understand, but she interjects a lot like in editing and clarifies things Mm -hmm. and kind of puts together a story. And it's just really, it's very well done. So Mm. that's that's a new one that I found that I have been really enjoying. But let me look at my list. 
I think honestly, she just released an episode called Chronobiology Circadian Rhythms Encore plus, you know, 2023 updates. Ah, daylight savings time. Does it mess up your brain? What time should you go to bed? Are you sleeping enough? Interesting. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Just like cool, interesting topics. Like like it's definitely, let's say educational. It's not like people chatting like us. But that's my most recent find. And then I found out that Josh Peck has a podcast and he interviewed Hillary Duff. And I feel like I learned so much about Josh Peck because Josh Peck has always been a, a person, you know, in the world where I'm like, he seems like a really cool guy, but I didn't know anything about him. So listening to the podcast, I was like, wow, I really feel like I get this guy. And also Hillary Duff is such an angel and it just like... It proved that she is like a child star that really did super well for herself. Like she's very pure, you know, like, but she did drop like an F-bomb or two. And I was like, wow, this is this is kind of funny to hear Hillary Duff say the F word. Anyway, I don't know who Josh Peck um, is. Like I'm looking at his uh, photo. Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh from TV show. He used to be kind of overweight. Yeah, that was like peak TV for me, like Nickelodeon. Oh. I was a big Nickelodeon person. Sweet life Nickelodeon of Zack and, and Disney. Cody. Well, I guess that was Disney. Yeah, but st- I loved the sweet life of Zack and Cody. Did you guys see the interview that Caller Daddy did with Cole Sprouse? Oh my gosh, oh. why? You know, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I do miss smoking cigarettes. But when I watched that podcast, I was like, ew. But you know, sometimes like so when bad. you're in Europe, they make smoking look sexy. They do. In France, you I was do like, it. yeah, I want to do it. But watching him smoke a cigarette, I was like, ew. <laughs> no. Yeah. He smoked on the Caller it Daddy podcast? Literally in the Chain studio. Smoke. Oh, my he, like, God. lit up a cigarette. I was like, what in the world? Indoors? Did she let That's him do wild. it? Like, she was like, go ahead. I don't think he... I, I didn't watch or listen to the whole interview. I just saw clips. Oh. And she, he was literally smoking, and I didn't... In the clips... She wasn't like, put that out. So I don't know if she did eventually. He was holding but... it weird too. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, Cole Sprouse gives me the ick and he has for many years. Like I watched a house tour or I tried to watch a house tour of his and he just reminded me of someone I went to college with who was like a total F boy, but like, a, <laughs> like I was in the English department. Okay. So like the type of F boy that are in the English department are just a little different. They're like academic F boys. They're not like frat f boys it and reminds he, this, me of like john man, mayer yes 100 percent. okay like he thinks he's really smart he is well read which he probably is but he's probably reading like hemingway and that's it like those types of authors it's like <laughs> this is so cringe like hemingway is great but why are you reading hemingway outside of an academic okay whatever anyway i'm not going to judge people for reading hemingway um point is he gives me the ick so gross i just ew anyway so that's my podcast <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so josh Peck, who did not give josh me the Peck. egg yeah yeah and i haven't listened to other episodes from josh but like anytime i see on tiktok like an, a celebrity being interviewed i'll like find the podcast episode and there's been a few like nickelodeon stars who have gone on podcasts and i've listened to them and it's honestly wild because it's like Jeanette McCurdy wrote her book, I'm Glad My Mom Died, and I listened to that and it was I haven't finished insanely it yet. good and yeah, it's eye opening and heartbreaking and funny sometimes. Like it's just 
Jeanette. And so many Nickelodeon kids have such similar stories. Mm -hmm. And like because of that guy, Rob Schneider. And it's just interesting how it like it's all coming out now. Like it's good that they're all sharing their stories. But it's like these are the shows that I watched as a kid and like loved. Yeah. Anyway. Fascinating. Okay. Well, lots of uh, Josh Peck. It's so funny to watch like see he had a podcast called curious with josh peck and then a different podcast called male models and then a different podcast called good guys it's just like oh yeah it was good guys that i listened to he he does the podcast with his friend who is not famous and i just find that that's like a fun dynamic you know um but yeah they talked a lot about being jewish i had no idea that josh was jewish and hillary duff's husband is jewish so they just had like a lot of funny things to say it was just an interesting podcast episode gotcha If you ever have a chat with any business owner, you'll often find someone who is extremely passionate about their craft. So passionate, in fact, that they've decided to put their entire livelihood into it. And for me, it was my undying love for houseplants and education. A lot goes into creating videos and educational content behind the scenes. And honestly, the last thing that I wanted to add to my plate was my monthly accounting and my yearly taxes. Let's be honest, we didn't start our businesses so that we could also learn how to be an accountant and a tax expert expert in addition to everything else. Mod Ventures works with business owners and entrepreneurs across the country to organize, predict, and create their financial futures through modern tax and accounting services. Mod might be a good fit for you if you're looking to the future and excited to take your business to the next level. So whether that's expansion or diversifying your revenue streams, business acquisition, and so much more. Mod Ventures has been a virtual firm since 2014, which means that they have the whole work from home thing down to a science. And with their completely virtual and streamlined tax system, engagement letters, tax organizers, and tax return delivery done completely online through their client portal system, you never have to leave the comfort of your own home to take care of the business nitty gritty. So if you're interested in reducing your stress this tax season and beyond, look no further than Mod Ventures. You can find more information about them in the show notes and also on their website, Mod ventures or also on their instagram mod.ventures where they regularly post tips and advice for business owners plants that house plants that flower. flower house plants that flower okay so yeah today we're gonna chit chat about house plants that flower i feel like it's gonna be an a fun combo i mean flowers are so fun um, and flowers on houseplants are not super common. So depending on the plant, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, what is your guys' favorite houseplant that flowers? <laughs> Narrow it down. <laughs> I know it's hard, especially when your collection flowers every day. <laughs> <laughs> like a specific plant or a genus? A specific plant, because a genus, like, we all know. Yeah, we all know what genus oh, you're going to say. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, um, my favorite, my favoriteest flower thus far is probably my Hoya elliptica. The ones that look like, it looks like teeth before it opens. Like, it just looks like oh, a, b- wait, I have a to bundle look it up. of molars. But that's Hoya before elliptica? it opens. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So when before it pops open and the corona or the corolla reflexes back, it just looks like a like a bundle of molars. And then it when does. it opens, it is also like really pretty, you know? Yeah. 
Okay, so you like the creepy ones. I get it. Yeah. I like it because it looks like teeth. Maybe we can post some of these photos on stories so it's easy for you guys to access. Or you could just fucking Google it. (laughs) I'm trying to... Okay, I guess they... Wait, I'm trying to find a a photo of Hoya Elliptica not open yet, but... I can see how this could look like a tooth when it's closed. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I have one and I will find it and I will send it to the group chat because we can post that. But yes, it's a very unique flower situation. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What does it smell like and taste like? Um, it's, you know, the weird thing is I really do love the smell. It smells like unscented lotion. You know, mm. how unscented lotion has a scent. That's what it smells like. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's actually quite pleasant. It yeah. is very pleasant. Yeah. So I really enjoy it. Um, the taste, just the the juice, just like nectar. You know, sweet. <laughs> do all Hoya yeah. blooms taste sweet, or do some taste rancid? Um. No, they all taste sweet. But I think it's because it is nectar. You know, like so nectar yeah. is is just there to attract, you know, things. Yeah. So, Adam's tongue. Yeah, my t- <laughs> my tongue. <laughs> but it is there to like bring in like the good pests or whatever. So that's I think you know it's always gonna taste sweet. I don't know why my yeah. brain went to San Diego and us licking spoons, licking baby spoons. <laughs> I don't know why my brain oh, went there. Licking those the ba- the rancid, baby spoons. spicy baby spoons. <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Well, I had it. I mostly have aeroids. I do have some Hoya that have bloomed. My favorite Hoya bloom is definitely the Carnosa out of the ones that I've had bloom. Mm -hmm. But I've had, well, yeah, I don't need to go down the list. But yeah, that one's my favorite. It's always very beautiful. It's like a full round pink. It's just so pretty. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely my favorite. And it smells like chocolate, which is so good. It smells like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, it does smell exactly like Tootsie Rolls. Uh Uh-huh. I really enjoy that one. But as far as other plants go, I have... I've had aeroids bloom a lot. Like, and aeroid blooms are not really very cool. They're not really much to write home about, to be honest. Mm. But it is cool when it happens because you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, someone's happy. Yeah. Like, someone's happy to see me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I know. That's exactly, that's how I feel whenever I saw, like, an aeroid bloom, too. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a good job. Pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Anthurium bloom a lot. Oh, yes. And, which is cool because it's easy to collect the pollen and cross-pollinate and, like, make babies, um, I'm in the process of doing that right now. Brown it hasn't. Brown cow. <laughs> exactly. You are we, in the process little... of making a baby. You are making a baby. I am also <laughs> in the process of making a baby. Um, yeah, it. Yeah, they're just really cool. And I've fertilized, not fertilized. Is it fertilized? No. Pollinated? What is it? Pollinated, yeah. I have pollinated an anthurium bloom with its own pollen and well different blooms but (laughs) is that called masturbation (laughs) she is asexual she had an asexual situation i'm self-pollinating good for her um but 
anthurium flowers are male and female flowers at the same time, which is really nice. Well, not at the same time, but like in the the sequence of the bloom. So first you're going to get the male, I guess, the, Mm -hmm. the pollen. And I've just tapped it into a little cup and then I freeze it and then... A few days later, it'll have the little bloops of nectar, and then you can uh, pollinate, do little plant eggs, and then a few days later, she'll start getting plump. All over the nectar. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So my anthurium clarinervium, the bloom is like super lumpy. I can see clearly like where the berries are gonna come (sighs) out. Is this in a video somewhere? Well, yeah. I've shown it like through my plant chores videos like over time, but never like doing, you know, I've never, it's such a long process. So I haven't had a video, but I think, you know, when I do get the berries and I eventually get the plant, I will probably go back through my footage and like take it and make a video. I think that would be fun, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's cool. I wonder if they taste like pomegranate seeds because they look like pomegranate seeds. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you have to kind of like squeeze the berry and then the seed is in the center. I'm so excited to see because this plant makes really beautiful like big leaves. I mean, not that the babies are going (laughs) to. I don't know. It's a strong plant. I thought she'd be great for being a mother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She got some wide hips. (laughs) She's got those wide birthing hips. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You know, uh, I have been, I have really wanted to pollinate a Hoya. Um, and it's really difficult and it's infuriating because you buy all the equipment and you're just sitting here thinking like a fucking moth could just fly around and land on a flower and pollinate it. But I can't do it when I'm physically trying to do it. So what equipment? <sighs> like microscopes and magnifying and. Oh, cause they're so needles tiny. And. Yeah, but I have started entering the anthurium area mm-hmm. thanks to Equahenida, Equahenida, mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, I have flowers. Like my Magnificum now has a flower spike that just started because anthurium do. Because I had a, um, I still have a Luxurians X Radicans from. Yeah, I've killed that Steve. Mm-hmm. And that thing flowers all the time. And I cut the flower off because it only has like one or two leaves. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not going to put energy into this flower. Like, give me some yeah. more foliage. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But my Magnificum now has a flower. And I'm like, okay, I'm excited to, to try to make a cross or even just pollinate and get like seeds and grow from seed, you know? That's yeah. That's what I want. Absolutely. That'd be crazy. But, but you're right that they said some anthurium could take like years to like go from pollination to producing seed. Like Dang. it's just like, yeah. it's all different. I think Amanda Ray Wright did it. And I think she said it took like 10 months or something for the berries to ripen wow. to the point where they're ready. And even then, like some of them won't have a viable seed. So it's like you wait so long. Dang. That's wild. So that flower is just stays there that long, huh? Uh-huh. And you know what? It's flowered again since that one, and I've cut them off, but there's one that I kept because I'm I'm going to try to collect the pollen off of it, 
Well, try. It's really easy. So I'm, I'm going to collect the pollen off of it and then I'm going to cut it off because I really want the plant to focus on the flower. But I'll say if you're going to do this, somebody commented on my YouTube video saying this and I was like, that makes so much sense. But I was saying how the newest leaf that came out is really small compared to how they have been. And in my mind, I was like, oh, something's going wrong with the plant. It's outgrowing the pot. But then they were like, it's probably just because the plant is focusing on the flower. So like, don't worry like the leaves are probably going to come out kind of small Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that is something to consider if you're going to do it the leaves might be a little shrimpy for a while Mm -hmm. gotcha Mm -hmm. oh nicole we Um, never really talked about your favorite flower yeah i mean if we're talking hoya i feel like my hoya rebecca is my favorite i just really like the like fuzziness of the Hoya Rebecca flower. It's so mm-hmm. cute. Um, and that plant, like as small as that plant is, cause it's not very mature yet. It has flowered quite a bit for me already. So mm-hmm. she's a, she's, she's like a reward. <laughs> um, like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I what do those smell like, um, I don't think it smells much of anything, really. The Hoya yeah, Rebecca. I do. I think it's very, it's very like similar to Lacanosa, but a, like gardenia kind of smell. I think. Oh, okay. Flower, like floral. Yeah. Yeah. It's floral. Um, but okay. then again, my sense of smell is not the greatest. Jay will tell me all the time, like you don't smell that, and I'll be like, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> the dogs like, need a fucking bath. Smell that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But I wanted to talk about some uh, some cactus blooms because I get Ooh. a good share of cactus blooms, especially in the summer. Um, mm-hmm. But one of our favorites is the Christmas cactus, the schlum- schlumberga. Schlumbergera. <laughs> schlumbergera. Schlumbergera. That one... That one flowers. There's like this whole thing about like some people that just can't get it to flower. And I remember when I had one before, I can't remember who it was that told me this, but they're like, just put it in a dark closet, stress it the fuck out, and it'll just pop out flowers. <laughs> it never worked for me, but it's worked for a lot of people. So mine just mm-hmm. flowered again, like just this week. Really? I think it's because nice. they're very sensitive to temperature drops and that's what causes the flowers. And so usually uh-huh. around Thanksgiving and Christmas, they flower. Yeah. And we had like a cold spell in, in Arizona for the, like when we were gone on vacation. So I think that's what forced it to flower again. Mm. Is yours big? That's exciting. It's, you know, decent size. I think it's in like a six inch pot. So that's like one of your four desert plants that you own, right? Inside. Wow. Uh, <laughs> feeling called out. But yes. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't know if maybe that was a fifth. I was just trying to up your up your desert cactus desert that's, collection. So that's one of your four desert plants that you have in the desert. <laughs> uh, we talked about this. If we take over each other's collection, up in your desert game. No, I'm just kidding. Well, what did um, you want to say about the the cactus flowers, though? Well, another well, it's a euphorbia, the euphorbia crown of crown of thorns. Thorns. Ooh, I love that plant. <laughs> yeah, those flowers are cool because they're like 
they kind of got like a little waxy feel to them. But mm-hmm. mine only flowers when it's outside and it's only done it once for me. And I mean, they don't smell like much of anything, but they're really pretty. They're they're cool. Um, mammillaria, like all mammillaria flower. And they get like decent size flowers too. Yeah. My, you know, my stack of dicks that yeah. we the bottle brush or whatever from our first collab is yep. flowering outside right now. Are they and just gigantic? No, they're not, but it's just like a ring around the top, you know, like a ring yeah. of hot pink flowers around the top. And when I posted it like a few years ago, um, someone commented on the story and they were like girl from Coachella who asks if you have cocaine. And I was like, yes, that is exactly <laughs> the vibe that it gives. Cause it's like a flower crown. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, cute. I love it. Yeah. Those are so cool. Mine flower all the time outside. So I can only imagine what yours looks like. Um, but also like prickly pear. When prickly pear flower, those are mm. beautiful too. And they're yes. like all different kinds. I'm just yeah. getting so excited to bring my cactus back outside. <laughs> Truly. Well, you know, the euphorbia, like when they put out those leaves, are those considered blooms or are those just leaves? No, it's just foliage, I I think. Okay. Like you're talking about like the little ones like up, like on top, like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those Those are so cool. But my, um, the dragon bone one, the white one, it doesn't really put out those. They're like really tiny, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But like when I had like the red euphorbia, they were they, it would put out those like leaves or even the green one it would. But the white one, it doesn't do it. Does, do you have one of those? You're talking about the euphorbia, the tri- trigona mm-hmm. one? The white white ghost. Yeah. I don't have the one. one that just like looks like a stick. Yeah, I don't have one of those. Um, I have a red one, like a red and green one, and it's under a grow light downstairs. It's huge. It's probably my tallest euphorbia, and it never never lost its leaves. But before I had it under a grow light, like when I would bring it inside for the winter, it would lose all of its leaves, and then it would come back Mm -hmm. in the summer. The same thing happens to my Madagascar palm. Like it loses all of its little little palm foliage over the winter and then it comes back in the summer i feel like aside from crown of thorns which is a euphorbia the other euphorbias becca um their flowers are very like tiny like um the obesas that we all had you know how those flowers came out and they were very like in i think that's how the rest of them look yeah i've never seen it on anything other than the obesa though like none of my other euphorbia have ever flowered yeah and the euphorbia like the the crown of thorns like the colorful part like it's actually just like a bract and like the inner mm-hmm. white flower is the flower like similar to the bougainvillea yeah which is just so interesting to me because like the whole thing is beautiful yeah <laughs> yeah it's all a flower <laughs> yeah mm, those are fun and okay i was in the bathroom when you guys were talking about the <laughs> the flower crowns but i love those too and they're always like beautiful like hot pink or yellow they're so pretty cactus flowers are so vibrant they are Mm -hmm. and it's it blows my mind like i'll still get a handful of people text me and be like i never even knew cactus flowered 
you know because if you're not mm-hmm. if you've never been to the desert and saw them like in the wild you w- you really wouldn't know um right yeah but also they're beautiful like hen and chicks succulents they flower so pretty too like they'll like shoot up a whole stem of flowers mm-hmm yeah yeah uh what about like have you guys ever dabbled in like african violets and i think there's another in, like what is it like strepocarpa or something oh, like yeah. that strepocarpus that, or something yeah what is the name a streptocarpus i don't know but you're, you're it's very similar i don't know that but yes i have for a hot second tried those but they did not enjoy the desert <laughs> <laughs> you had an african violet yeah i had a bunch mm, really yeah because avs seem like that's like another thing that you can really kind of get obsessed with like me and hoya but also like cross pollinate and create hybrids and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. what about um orchids like do jewel orchids flower mm-hmm. yeah weren't you gonna do something with jewel orchids in like a container Sorry, this is another tossing you under the bus. But Jesus, Nicole. <laughs> really sorry. Get off my Listen, ass. You get yes, you get I me was. excited. You get me excited <laughs> about these videos, and then you strip away my joy, and you never do them. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath um, every time you mention a video idea. <laughs> I did buy like this really beautiful glass orb terrarium type thing from Australia. And it oh. has sat empty since it's arrived. But my plan was to put a bunch of like jewel orchids in there. But then I just kind of got confused in like how I could do it because the bowl is mm-hmm. shallow, you know, so it seems like they would probably have to just sit in there potted. And anyway, I gave up on it because my jewel orchid died. Oh, mm. yeah. OK. What about so Hoya? Like-, like a Hoya, con- like planting <laughs> like a, a tiny leafed Hoya in there and like seeing how it would do like terrarium style yeah my my serpents is in a pot but it's in like a wardian case type thing and it's like living its best life so i could probably do that in that big that big one yeah that would be really cool i have a wanting to try an orchid Mm -hmm. you just put two ice cubes in it a week and that's it (laughs) hey look becca's becca's neighbor is thriving with an orchid and that's sure is sure is and that's exactly what she does. I'm just, I am floored. And I did it for a couple months and it lived. And I have not had good luck with orchids until that. <laughs> oh, man. I might have been converted, honestly. But yeah, there's so many cool orchids out there, though. Like, obviously, we know like about the Phalaenopsis, but there's like other ones. They, they look like spiders. Yeah. Almost. Yes. Like, you know, that garden spider that's really common in the Midwest. That's like huge and it has like black and yellow on its back. It's the like, gu- yeah, the really garden pretty orb. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what some orchids remind me of. Yeah. Yes. Sorry and, for anyone who doesn't like then, spiders. And then there's like miniature ones too, like tiny, tiny yeah. orchids that like you barely can even see foliage and then you get this like really pretty tiny little flower. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so are beautiful. really cool. Yeah. Oh, begonia flowers. <gasps> oh, That's begonias. another big one. When yes. I had, oh, so I have th- uh, four begonia and 
Begonia lucerna is the only one that's ever bloomed for me, and it has not bloomed since I moved to Missouri, but when I was in Arizona, it loved the heat, like, a lot. It Mm. loved it out there. It hasn't been the same since I moved here. Like, it's alive, but it's definitely not what it was, Mm -hmm. and it had the most beautiful pink flowers, like, dark pink flowers, and it's just so beautiful. Like, begonia flowers are so underrated, I think. Begonia in general are underrated. Mm-hmm. Cane begonia. I don't really like like Rex or any other types, but yeah, I feel like cane begonia are so underrated in the plant community. They're so cool. They are yeah. very beautiful. I remember when my maculata, I had that like a long time ago and it put out a bloom and I was like flabbergasted and I was also really mm-hmm. excited. Like, go me. I bloomed a maculata, but yeah, it's dead now. I, I feel <laughs> like they're even like easy to make bloom too. So it's like Aeroids will bloom maybe once a year sometimes. And then Hoya, I don't know. So many people do not get blooms on their Hoya, like myself. There's no, I've only have a, a handful that have. But like my begonia was flowering without me even really trying at all. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it it felt it feels like an achievable bloom. <laughs> Achieve. That's right. I don't know. Uh, we need to get you a yeah. lacanosa so you can get that. That was a blooms so easy do you have a lachnosa yeah i don't know yeah i don't either which i'm surprised that i don't but i am wanting to get some hoya to put on my wall because they're more drought tolerant than yes. other aeroid than than aeroids so remember that yeah, list you were I, making of for my instagram just send it to me okay okay i will okay <laughs> i yeah i still haven't sent you that I'm embarrassed. Are you are you mainly looking for trailers because it's on the wall? Like you want it to dangle? Probably. Ooh, yeah. Love a good yeah. dangle. A little dangle dangle. But you know, I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> Don't we all, Nicole? <laughs> uh, yeah. So with the big greenhouse, I'm going to put a lot of my anthurium out there so mm-hmm. that they can have space because right now they're all crammed into the greenhouse cabinet so i'm thinking with my greenhouse cabinet i kind of want it to be like a hoya enclosure so i want to do Ooh. other hoyas too that you know you know what i mean like not yeah. just because out on my wall i kind of want to have more basic hoya so if in the event it died or just more drought tolerant like the carnosas the way eyes yeah the basic bitches of the Hoya family. <laughs> we love them. I love, love them. them. My collection is very basic, but um, yeah, like kind of venturing into like the the gray Hoyas and like the yeah. cool, the cool ones. And I could do them in an enclosed space with that light. I think they'd like it. Yeah. yeah. Like this yeah. silver lacanosa. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Like just box it up. Oh my god. Take it. Just I'll take Box it. Box it up. <laughs> take that one. Box it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. make uh I'm gonna make I'll make a little yeah, because I kinda want like I'll go through and look at the trailers because I have like a variegated way eye and that kind of stuff that I put above my shower and it looks like it's just thriving up there and mm-hmm. yeah. I'll make you a yeah, little they're fun. A trailing Hoya tr- package. But let me also Ooh, send okay. me the list. I will send you the list. <laughs> I will. It's just embarrassing. I'm telling you to send me the but list. But I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't care if you did that to me, but for some reason, me doing it to someone else, I'm like, eh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Um, What's a plant that you want to flower that you hope to see flower eventually? Oh. Hmm. I feel like my Hoya obovada has tried to flower so many times and it just hasn't worked out because it'll make the little nub yeah. and then nothing happens. Mine does and that too. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Like I really want that plant to get more TLC. I think I'm going to move it out to the big greenhouse when that's done because it just is not getting light and it's too big for the wall. And I just, I need her to be in a better situation. I feel like once that happens, she will grow Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. been a rough couple of years living in this house for her, I'm going to be honest. So I really want to see her thrive and flower. Because I think yeah. the Obavada, is it like a white flower with a pink center? It's like really pretty. Yeah, it's like almost like a deep maroon, but they are messy AF. Like they are drippy. Like mm. Mine's sap-y. flowered a couple times and like it was a pretty decent ball of flowers. And it yeah was it got all over my shelf. Yeah. Um. That one's a pretty one, though. <laughs> She's drippy. Um, drippy. She's thirsty, looking for that moth. Does the... <laughs> moth daddy. I know. Where's my moth daddy? <laughs> I'm just going to stop right... I'm not even going <laughs> to... No, we're sexualizing our plants. Um, it is a, it is called a sexual process. I mean, yeah, tis. Does the Hoya velosa flower? Do all Hoyas flower? Yes, all, I think all plants flower, right? Or ugh, don't come that for would me. Be, I'm not a botanist. That would be one I would love to see flower because, I mean, let's just Google it. What what does a Hoya velosa bloom look like? It's probably like all the other. It is. Hoya. Just very <laughs> star-shaped. Star-shaped white pink oh center. Oh my god, but look at those look at those corona lobes which are are yeah, corona, the inside like the little star, the little tiny tiny star. They're yeah, like they perfectly have so much, round. They have so much detail. It's almost scary. Like it looks fake. I know. I just love them so much. They are really cool. Any hoodle, I do love these kind of Hoya blooms, but there are blooms that I want to see from a Hoya. And that's what I'm like wanting to manifest in 2023 is to get a Hoya with like a very unique bloom. Like yeah. the Hoya mm-hmm. Campanulata. Campanulata. Um, if you look at that bloom, just Ho- Hoya Campanulata. Sorry. Yeah, Hoya Campanulata. Like, they just have such a unique bloom. And, like, it's like a little napkin. Oh. Uh, I want to see something like a huge bloom like that. I want a Hoya to bloom that's like that. That's cool. That one looks like molars. Oh, wait, no, that's my... Oh, yeah, that one looks like molars before it opens. What is yeah, it called? it does. Hoya Campanulata. Mm. That is cool. Oh, that's just- cool. That's different. So So that's what I'm hoping for this year. I'm hoping for like little discs. Unique type of Hoya bloom. Because there's some that are like the size of like, you know, 
mini apples or something, you know? Yeah, they mm. they look really big. Adam, I'll have you know, I just looked up unique Hoya bloom and your video, five Hoyas that flower constantly, came up. Look at that. SEO. That SEO doing its nice thing. Job. I sometimes get mad nice when I see job. that when I see that thumbnail because I'm like, oh, I was so skinny. That <laughs> <laughs> was B. That was BC. That was before COVID. <laughs> BC. Oh. BC. My Hoya pubicalix bloomed recently and the deep purple of those flowers is so pretty. Why did you not post a oh, photo? Yeah. I don't know. It really what wasn't the fuck that. What are you doing? It really wasn't that <laughs> impressive. Just kidding. <laughs> it really wasn't that impressive. It had like four flowers on it. You know, it was one of those like Still. not a full. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Did you take any photos or did you just like. I think so. I'll go through my camera roll. I think I did. Yeah. I want to see them because I don't think I've ever, I've never had a poop calyx bloom. They're like me. super deep purple. It's really cool. Oh, um, I love purple. But I was kind of bummed because well, I didn't even notice the peduncle for starters. And I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh my gosh. But it was only like, they were like sporadic, like three or four like little flowers and then they fell off like two days later, you know? Yeah. But they were pretty. I was like, give me a ball of that. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, okay. My Callistophylla has bloomed so many times. It's a constant bloomer. Mm-hmm. It does not put out new leaves. It's put out one new leaf since I've had that plant. I've had it for three years, probably. It will not stop blooming, though. Have you I'm like, come on. Sprayed it down like big time? Yeah. With the water? Okay. Yeah. I definitely could do it more. But yeah. like it just is not putting out new leaves. And that that's a plant that the foliage is cool. It is. Like the flowers are they're different than the carnosa, so it was interesting, but they don't have like a particularly unique smell. They just smell floral. Yeah. So, well, you know what? Here's my description. They smell like a flower that has been in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> like you open the Ziploc bag and it smells kind of plasticky floral. Yeah, I I kind of get like a musty, like citrusy kind of smell with um like Finlaysonii, which is similar to the Callistophylla flower. It's uh-huh. just like a, it's like a weird. You're right. It's it's like a mix of like that doesn't smell great, but also I can see that it could smell great parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, and thankfully it's not very strong. Like, it won't smell up my entire room like the Carnosa flowers. You smell that from far away. Yeah. I can't find a photo. I I guess I didn't take a photo of it. Then it didn't happen. I don't believe you. Yeah. Next time. It's okay. Next time. Next time. Next time. Maybe Mm. this time. (laughs) For the first time. All right, guys. Well. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, sorry to interrupt your <laughs> your moment. Time in forever. <laughs> time after time. <laughs> well, I feel like us. we just did that. I feel like we just did that pitch perfect thing where they have to like use the last word of the whatever song. Oh, and then the start rip a new off. song. Yeah. That is actually so hard to do. My brain have you does ever done not it? work that fast. Yeah. At all. No. It's yeah, because you have to know the lyrics of the song that they're singing and be able to anticipate and then also think about 
a new lyric like it's i've done it before it's hard <laughs> yeah oof Ugh. anyway well thank you guys for joining us for another episode of potted together we just love getting to chit chat with you guys so if you enjoyed this make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast so that you get a little notification when we you know put out a new episode and if you want to follow us on instagram we will be posting photos of a bunch of really beautiful flowers today so that's potted together very simple and then if you want to see like our individual collections adam is usually posting like adam's entire feed is hoya blooms <laughs> yeah i literally. just posted one yesterday a mute mutant bloom and it's so cute <gasps> mm-hmm. Ooh, cool you should look at it so, it gives boucle vibes that's set okay. up that you that's had fun. it on yeah sorry beautiful well adam's instagram is not dude k-n-o-t dude and then nicole is my clean leaves i am de la plants and if i do get a hoya bloom i definitely take a photo and post it so (laughs) and i don't (laughs) except the callistophila it did put out a triple bloom and i meant to take a photo but i just was enjoying it and i'm like i've seen this plant bloom so many times it's just not that exciting anymore i'm a brat like, people are, like, begging for their Hoya to bloom. I'm begging for some of my Hoya to bloom. And, like, the same ones are the blooming over and over again. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> Let's get some variety. Anyway. Oh. So, if you have any flowering house plants, we'd love to hear about it in the comments of our post today. Or you can send us a picture in DMs and we'll post it on our stories. Because I think that houseplant blooms are super fun. You know, whatever they are. An aeroid or a Hoya or an orchid. Or an African violet. If you're an African violet wizard, we commend you because I can't do it. Bravo. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening and we will chat with you next time. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.